Okay, we've got ourselves a slightly windy but uh, clear bluebird day here in the lower mainland. Wood, concrete, glass, all those good things. We've got leaves all over the ground. It's fall here. Um, so yesterday we were talking about uh, some of the, the stuff in, in preparation to make an application. Felt that you've you've gathered gathered a good base of, of study materials. You know what you want to do. Got your taught a friend, so you feel like you know you know the back and forth of it. I mean, the friend won't know anything either, usually. So you'll have to you have to sort of judge what. Uh, but they might ask you those questions that again shine the light on on areas that you need to improve. So now you're going about. You've talked to somebody at the hall, or, or city hall, or town council, or whatever it is. And so you're sort of ready to start making your your application. So you're going to need an application form. Okay, there'll be some sort of. Um, I'm going to go through maybe just the the main paperwork today. Uh, you will, based on what you're doing, of course, you have to go through the, um, through the process of, of getting plans drawn up. So we've talked about that in the study portion. This is when you're, you taught somebody the basics. You've walked, uh, you've decided which route you're going to go. You're going to either go architect, designer, draftsperson, based on your own drawings. You see, you've got a hard set of plans. Those plans will include, based on what you're doing, but usually all of these apply. You'll need a, a site plan. You'll need an elevation. And the elevations are basically just the pictures of the front of the... They're not pictures, but they're the, the what you see from the outside. So if you're really, really entry-level to this sort of stuff, elevation drawings are the look from the street at the front of the house look from the back property line towards the back of the house, the sides, both sides, just to give you that complete picture of what the house looks like from all four sides. I mean, some houses can have some unique, um, some unique elevations where they've got weird angles to property line and that sort of thing. So um, you may have more than four, but four is the standard because uh, most most houses you could probably consider as pretty much a box, where um, you have you have these four uh, elevations, and uh, those show everything like windows. Okay, so deal with you got to make sure you have all your windows listed on an elevation drawing. Sizing, um, it's sometimes beneficial for the for the plans examiner if you label it if it's an egress window so egress means uh, an emergency exit and a fire it's different than an exit but it is a form of exit is egress it's sort of technical type thing but just if you know what that means something to consider um, you got your cladding type so your materials of you know do you have um, hardy plank, do you have stucco, like whatever your exterior material is going to be. Make sure that's located on the elevation drawing. You don't need to get into colors unless it's, you know, unless it's required. Some, uh, some municipalities have uh, pretty strict 
color requirements and, and design guidelines that are quite um, quite um, onerous, I guess you could say, or quite restrictive. And if that's the case, make sure you have all the information you acquire on there. Again, as you're as you've gone through the study portion of it and you've picked up the, the application requirements, it'll usually have a list of all the things that are required on a on an elevation drawing. Um, same with, I sort of glazed over the site plan, but the site plan is really really the nuts and bolts of, of any application where the majority of the information is located. So site plan usually has a, an overall project summary on it. So that lists square footage, site coverage, all the zoning things that you've learned about are all laid out and listed on the, on the site plan. Then it's the the 30,000 30, square or 30,000 foot view of the property. So you've got your overhead, your overhead look. So that's going to give the bird's eye view. You're going to list out property widths, property depth, where the lot is, or where the house is placed on the lot. But your setbacks shown and clearly marked, uh, complete with measurements. Right. Be as clear as possible. I can't, I can't iterate it enough. Be as clear as possible. Don't put this, don't, don't put the information down in some fancy font or, you know, something that, that you think is going to wow. Just be clear, be minimalist. You don't need to draw every blade of grass. You can simply have, you know, some people put light, light shading that often makes different materials pop. So if there's a, like we talked about front yard landscaping and that sort of thing, if uh, if there's certain requirements that are there that it need to be met, make sure it pops off the page, right? So if you, I mean, if, if you don't know that you have that requirement, it's pretty obvious that if you don't accentuate it, but when, when you know you need to do something, show it because it'll get easier for you. That the whole name of the game is, it's, it's like when you're in university or you're in high school and you know how people talk about um, writing tests to the, to the marker? It's the exact same principle. You, you, you create a document set that is going to show the information that the plans examiner or whoever it is who has to give you approval wants to see. Don't hide information. You're not getting away with anything here. Make it very clear on exactly what that plan examiner wants to see. So if they have a checklist that they provide people at the counter, work to the checklist. Every item on the checklist, highlight it and present it on the page like it's the most important information that you have. You may have other important information on there. Of course you will. Like there's lots of information that's required. Really, if, if, they, if a municipality provides you something, accentuate that stuff on your plan set. It'll get you your permit faster. So that's probably the biggest takeaway from, from this whole talk is that always, always um, present to the marker or the, or the person who's going to be giving you the approvals at the end of the day. So, yeah, we'll look at site plan. Talking setbacks, we're talking show your various landscapes, 
or your your covered space. Um, you're gonna put the address on there. Um, a, a good site plan just has lists on there. If there's a basement, you know the basement. Um, different term for like it is called elevation, but this is different than the elevation type drawing. So it's simply the the measurement off of whatever you use um, in your jurisdiction for um, benchmark height. So for, for us, where we are here, it's basically um, a measurement off of sea level, um, which is sort of dictated to you by the surveyor. So the surveyor will provide you um, benchmark points on your lot, and then you measure off of that to get um, to get the depth of basement, the height of your main floor, height of the upper floor, peak of the roof. Um, that's sort of how it works. So um, keep that uh, keep that close. But you want to write that simple. You know, basement height. Um, take the the MBE. We we call it the MBE here. I don't know if it's if that's universal or not, but that means the minimum building elevation have that listed on the site plan and you'll get that from the surveyor. What the surveyor does, what that means is it's the, as low as you can go with livable floor space until you get in a position where you're underneath the services. So that's something to uh, definitely uh, keep in mind as you go through it, is that you gotta make sure that you don't go below that if you're planning on having any sort of plumbing in that area or even protecting the foundation so check in your local municipality see if there's anything like if like we recently permitted pump systems to be installed so pump systems would allow you to build lower than your mbe the mbe mbe is dictated by how deep the services are in your area so if your storm line Say, for instance, that you live in a place that's recently um, converting uh, ditches to um, storm main. Oftentimes, what what happens over time is that ditches just get a get a pipe piece of pipe dropped into them, all connected, backfill, you're done. Well, what that means is everything would need to be slab on grade because the, the storm pipe might only be like two feet down and in order to get material do like material meaning the, the, the drainage water to that storm main like gravity because that's how all these things these work things work naturally is by gravity you would then only be able to build slab on grade which means that you wouldn't be eligible to have a basement so this is something to get ahead of, right? And in your study process, you're going to look at you're going to look at what the different building types are, what you want to do, and whether it's even feasible. So that uh, that's something to sort of something to start with. Um, again, I've sort of jumped around all over the place on this one. This is sort of a, a scatter shot because I sort of got into the application process and then realized that. Uh, I haven't really talked about the different types of drawings and the information that's required on them. So that's probably what I'll be going through in the next few is plan type, information 
best presented on the plan type um, as we prepare to make the application because the better the again the better the application in clarity in quality of information um, the faster you'll get through the process and the faster you're off to the races and you can get this new uh, new development underway so that's sort of where we're going with this hope uh, hope everything's going well send me questions and comments thanks